You're listening to All About Skills, where we discuss the eight critical skills you need to succeed and how CEOs, placement directors, executive recruiters, and career-minded individuals utilize them to propel themselves to a higher level of understanding and achievement. Get ready to learn, master, and excel with your host, Charlie Jett. Thank you very much, Anne, and welcome to All About Skills. This is a weekly series of programs about the skills that your children and grandchildren will need, skills that you need to get ahead in your career, and those that we all need to function effectively for our constitutional republic to survive. My name is Charlie Jett, and I'm coming to you from our studio high above the Ritz-Carlton Hotel in beautiful downtown Chicago. Now, in the last program, we talked about the technology skill. So this week, we're going to cover the interpersonal skill. So let's get started. The interpersonal skill is defined in many ways from multiple sources. My own definition of the skill is as follows. The interpersonal skill is not a skill that enables you to win friends. Rather, it's a skill that is best described by how others view you after you've worked with them on the job or in some sort of project. If you have it, then others feel that you have contributed effectively toward achieving the goals of the team. Accordingly, it is like a teamwork skill. You can determine whether you have the interpersonal skill through your behavior by working with others. If you have the skill, then you have demonstrated that you are attentive, listen to and acknowledge the ideas, opinions and concerns of other members of the team. You're willing to accept feedback from others in the process of completing the work. You give sincere acknowledgement of the skills, ideas and contributions of other team members. You are th tactful in stating your opinions and thoughts when, whenever disagreements arise. You demonstrate support for group consensus decisions, even though you may disagree with some of the decisions. You build positively on the ideas brought forth by other members of the team. You give credit where credit is due, and importantly, you accept credit when it is given to you. And you leave others with a sincere feeling that you are and have been an effective team member. In a sense, by demonstrating the interpersonal skill effectively, you have convinced others that you have been and always will be an effective member of a team whenever called upon, and you've added value to the process. You have justified your compensation. Other definitions of the interpersonal skill generally point at the same characteristics as I've just explained. Some of the examples are as follows. The Secretary's Commission on Achieving Necessary Skills, otherwise known as SCANS, defines the interpersonal skill as, quote, they can work on teams, teach others, serve customers, lead, negotiate, and work well with people from culturally diverse backgrounds. One of Howard Gardner's multiple intelligences is the interpersonal skill, and it is defined as follows. Quote, understanding, interacting with others, these students learn through interaction. They have many friends, empathy for others, they have street smarts. 
They can be taught through the group activities, seminars, dialogues, and tools include the telephone, audio conferencing, time and attention from the instructor, video conferencing, writing, computer conferencing, and email." Unquote. There are other derivations or subsets of the interpersonal skill that have gained in popularity. One is the concept of emotional intelligence. This concept evolved over time, and in 1990, Peter Salovey and John D. Mayer were the leading researchers on this subject. Their article, Emotional Intelligence, defined it as, quote, the subsets of social intelligence that involves the ability to monitor one's own and others' feelings and emotions, to discriminate among them, and to use this information to guide one's thinking and actions. While there is some debate regarding emotional intelligence as an inborn characteristic versus something that can be developed and strengthened over time, the concept has gained wide interest and there are multiple organizations that have built businesses on conducting workshops and extended programs to assist executives in polishing their emotional intelligence abilities. To judge by testimonials from participants, these workshops and programs seem to enhance an individual's overall interpersonal skills. Whether that is true or not is anyone's guess. The interpersonal skill is a learned skill and must be practiced in order for one to achieve a high level of competency. There are abundant opportunities to learn and practice the interpersonal skill starting at a very early age, even in kindergarten through group activities. Throughout the K-12 experience, many opportunities exist for students to engage with other students in group projects, classroom discussions, extracurricular activities, and the like, where interpersonal skills are practiced. Team sports require teamwork and interpersonal skills as well. Participation in musical activities, choirs, bands, etc., requires teamwork. Participation in the performing arts, plays, musical, and so forth, require substantial teamwork. In college, multiple opportunities exist to enable students to develop their interpersonal skills. The college experience itself, where students must integrate themselves in a community of other students, requires interpersonal skills. Class participation, extracurricular activities, fraternity and sorority experiences and the like all enable students to develop these skills. One of the most effective means of teaching teamwork and interpersonal skills at the high school level is to engage students in what are known as field studies. Field studies are explained elsewhere in subsequent podcasts, but they consist of teams of students who must work together collaboratively to address and to solve problems or issues for a client. This process involves team meetings where information is shared and reviewed, data is analyzed, and a written and oral report are produced. For those who may have missed the opportunities to develop and nurture their interpersonal and teamwork skills during the K-12 and college experiences, there is an entire industry devoted to workshops and seminars 
to help them develop these skills as well as countless self-help books. The point, is, the point to remember is this. The interpersonal skill is essential to one's success in a career as well as in life. So take advantage of whatever opportunities you might have to learn this skill well. Now in the episode next week, we'll talk about the time management skill. In the meantime, give some thoughts to the critical skills. And again, they are communications, production, information, analysis, technology, interpersonal, time management, and continuous education. Again, my name is Charlie Jett, and I thank you all for joining me as we continue on our journey that is all about skills. Thank you for listening to this episode of All About Skills. To learn more information about the critical skills, be sure to visit itsallaboutskills.com for access to resources like blogs, field studies, published books, and more about how to learn, how to use, and how to teach this important content. That's exclusively available on itsallaboutskills.com. We look forward to having you join us on the next episode so we can continue to help you learn, master, and excel by using critical skills right here on All About Skills.